Hello everyone and welcome back to Sprint Race Show, the show that speeds through some of the main talking points happening in Formula One. My name is Emma Ridgway and I will be your host. Thank you very much for tuning in. So earlier this morning I recorded this episode and after spending the entire day thinking about it, I decided to redo it and this is why. What happened this weekend at the British Grand Prix was controversial, but the response and reaction to it after the race upset me a lot. I woke up this morning really angry that the -the off-the-cuff remarks were used as ammunition for hatred and as an excuse to be racist. And I'm still very upset about this, but throughout the day, what I've seen online is team members, drivers, and fans who decided that they weren't going to give these individuals the attention that they wanted. And instead, they've chosen to focus on other stories, victories, and performances that happened yesterday. They chose to shine the spotlight on the good rather than the ugly. And that made me rethink what I'd recorded, and I too have decided not to give these barren groups of people the time of day by prolonging their 15 minutes of fame to anything more than that. So today I'm going to be talking about the racing, the performances, and some of the good. So let's start with lap one. And to be honest, I haven't felt that amount of adrenaline for years in watching Formula One. At one point, I even fell to the floor as Lewis and Max were weaving around each other. And there were so many close calls before they even had that dreadful accident. I remember my initial thought that was uh, straight into turn one that Max had shut the door on Lewis, but then Lewis just kept the momentum. And in fact, I felt like in the short period that was that first lap, both drivers were being so uncompromising and ruthless. Now for me, that is an absolute dream to watch. Two drivers who are willing to give absolutely everything they have to win a race. But the only problem is that if both drivers are unwilling to compromise, then there was always going to be a collision. Max already has a strong reputation for being aggressive in battles. And I can think of a number of occasions where he's been a little questionable on track. For example, like when he pushed Leclerc off for the win in Austria 2019. And after that incident, Leclerc even said that he needs to be even more aggressive when racing Max or else he will just walk over him. And I think that's what Lewis has figured out is that he also needs to start matching Verstappen or else Max is just going to walk away with it. I think that's just Max's style. And if you're someone who is willing to get out of his way, then you will always lose to him. I think a lot of his opponents have accepted that over the years, but some of them haven't. And another example I can think of is Daniel Ricciardo. Daniel Ricciardo, who again is an amazing racing driver, but figured out after he started losing to Max Verstappen that he was going to have to start matching his aggression. And if you remember in Baku in 2018, both drivers came together. I think in the end it was deemed to be, again, a racing incident. But it's another good example of where Max is going to put his foot down because he wants to win. And I think that is absolutely fine. He can do that. But other drivers have figured out, hey, I have to do the same if I'm going to beat you. 
Now, this description in no way justifies the end result of what happened yesterday. Max does not deserve to end up in hospital. He doesn't deserve to have his championship lead cut. But it's not about whether someone deserves anything. This is just racing. In the same way that Lewis doesn't deserve to have his win revoked. And he certainly doesn't deserve the abuse that he got as a result of a penalty that he doesn't even decide. What's important from this incident is that Max is okay. He walked away from a big accident, which, in light of what we've seen in very recent years, is a huge relief. What Hamilton and Verstappen did deserve, however, was the opportunity to fight for that position. If you take away the chance to fight, then there is no racing, only following. If you're a stickler for the rules, then sure, Hamilton was in fact entitled to be there because he was half a car length between him and Verstappen which technically allows both of them to fight for that corner. Hamilton and Verstappen remind me of two identically charged magnets. They will always repel one another. But yesterday, to me, they were exactly that. Identically charged. Neither wanting to give the other any opportunity, and both moving in ways that, let's be honest, could have caused a collision at any of the other moments before that. Afterwards, Hamilton received a penalty, and I think in dealing with that, the Mercedes strategy team and Lewis himself did a phenomenal job. Toto said that they were much faster on the harder tyres, and that moment where he started picking up, I think, a second a lap off leader Leclerc was just mind-blowing. I didn't think that he would get there when he got into that dirty air, but he did. He managed to catch him. The overtake on the clerk to me was clean. You could see that the clerk made a little mistake and oversteered and he had to correct it and at that moment Lewis just breezed past. Speaking of the clerk, I am still processing the fact that a Ferrari was in the lead for most of that race. Let's remember that Silverstone is not a street circuit and after what happened in Paul Ricard, I was not expecting Ferrari to be up there. What speaks to the rarity of this situation and the magnificent performance from the clerk was that after the race, Matteo Bonotto said that he needs to now manage expectations with his stakeholders because now they will keep expecting Ferrari to be up there. This was completely out of line of where they thought they would be and they essentially don't want to overpromise. I've said it on this show many times, but Leclerc is a future world champion. He is a naturally gifted driver in a car that is improving but is not yet up to his ability. To me, the only other thing that is holding him back is his little mistakes. He made one again yesterday and we know the costly result of his crash in Monaco qualifying. Correcting these little errors and getting the right car under him will, to me, render him unbeatable. Leclerc was visibly disappointed but he took the race in good spirits. He was really proud of where he ended up, but of course, if you just miss out on the win, then you're going to be gutted, and that is completely understandable. Final thing I will touch on this weekend is my new hero, Sebastian Vettel. Now, I've been a big fan of Sebastian Vettel on and off the track for a number of years, and he's such a great advocate for uh 
good initiatives, especially climate related. And I was watching some coverage before the race and he went to a local primary school in the UK and he spoke to some children who asked him some pretty tough questions about the environment. I really liked that Vettel called out Formula One by saying that they could do even more. I completely agree with that. I think that there is so much more that Formula One can do beyond their current 2030 climate commitments. Before the race, he was the only driver to cycle to the track. And after the race, he was spotted in the grandstand collecting trash. Honestly, this man is a role model. And I think we all need to be a little bit nicer to Sebastian Vettel and to be honest, a little bit more like Sebastian Vettel as well. Sebastian Vettel recently took over from uh, Roman Grosjean, I believe, um, as the driver representative for the Grand Prix Drivers Association. So it's good to see that, you know, there is a good advocate for these important initiatives, uh, representing not just him, but all of the drivers as well. So this weekend was so packed that I haven't even had a chance to discuss my thoughts on Sprint yet. So what I'll do is because we have a two-week gap now until Hungary, I will give my thoughts on the sprint race next week. Or should I say sprint qualifying or just sprint? I mean, this is sprint race show, so I'm just going to call it sprint, sprint race. Um, Yeah, and I will make some comments on that next week, maybe some little changes that I would make. So yeah, please tune in for that. Just a little reminder that I have a motorsport blog on my website that is on emmaridgeway.com. And if you don't follow me on TikTok or on Twitter, I am at Sprint Race Show. So thank you very much for tuning in and I will see you next time. <laughs>